the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip Off. And good morning, high school hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil here for this semi-state edition of Countdown to Tip Off. We are here in beautiful downtown New Albany, Indiana at New Albany High School, home of the Bulldogs. John, they call it the doghouse here inside the arena. And on the floor, court named after Romeo Lankford, former Mr. Indiana and a New Albany Bulldogs standout back in 2018. Of course, now Mr. Lankford is made it to the league playing for the San Antonio Spurs drafted by the Boston Celtics but of course we're not here to talk about Mr. Langford we're here to see these Jacksonville Lady Eagles as they do battle up against the Bloomfield Cardinals for an opportunity to punch their ticket for a shot at the state crown a lot of excitement, John, in Osgood, Indiana. A lot of excitement around this team. And you and I have been blessed to have the opportunity to see these young ladies all throughout their uh, sectional run and then a, the outstanding performance last week at the regional. And now here we sit on semi-state weekend where they've changed the format up a little bit. We've talked about this over the past couple of weeks. Normally, this would be a one-game elimination. You win, and you're playing for a state title. But today, if these Eagles uh, want to play for a state title, they'll have to win not one, but two games here today. So they basically just flipped the regional and semi-state formats. Yes. So where regional was two games in the morning, and then the one to decide the regional go on to semi-state. Then semi-state was just a single game. You win it, you go home. Now, the regional was made the single game. Right. And semi-state is now the little mini-tourney, which, I mean, way back in the day, state was a miniature tourney. Right. You know, you had four right. teams that would make it to state when, and work your way through. What's interesting is this year, you had this the single regional game. Yes. Which then, once they had the winners of those particular regionals in this case these four teams that are here today they did a blind draw and said okay who's gonna play who right and interestingly enough jackson doe drew the other team that was playing at southwestern shelby just last week <laughs> right so i don't know how many people would have watched that game i'm sure coach smith probably with the opportunity probably would have taken a chance oh, to probably- give check them out just in case because there was since there was that blind draw sure there was the chance that they would end up facing either bloomfield or eminence whoever won that particular game in this case it's bloomfield right their opponent today so the other you mentioned the other side of the bracket and there are two teams on the other side of the bracket are lanesville lanesville 25 and 2 um, they are the prohibited favorite um, to come out of this this area, to come out of this section. 
And on the opposite side of them, they'll be playing Trinity Lutheran. Uh, another stellar team, I believe, number one and number four number in the state. Number one and number four. Number two is also playing. That's try. Yeah, so you're north side. So you've got um, some serious fire firepower here going on um, with this particular. I keep wanting to call it a regional, but in this particular semi state. So uh, we will step away briefly now that we've set the stage for you. We'll step away briefly, come back. We'll talk a little more about these two teams in terms of the tail of the tape and get you ready to go for tip-off. About five minutes left to go between the Jacksonville Eagles and the Blooming uh, Bloomfield Cardinals on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient, and Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric, then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your touchstone energy cooperative and your source for power and information. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Countdown to tip-off rolls on from New Albany High School, home of the Bulldogs. This arena, they call it the Doghouse. And we want to thank you for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off, as well as our sponsors for making the broadcast possible. Bruns, Gutswiller, Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC, H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ison's Family Pizza, French and Associates Land Surveying, just to name a few. Let's talk about these two ball clubs, of course, the Jacksonville Eagles, uh, come into uh, this matchup, 16 wins on uh, the season, and they'll be taking on the Bloomfield Cardinals. A good draw if you really want to think about it, John. Uh, the Eagles draw a team for the second straight time, the second straight week. They're playing a team 
with fewer wins than they have and not a winning season, even at this point, and that is rare when you get, especially when you get to the semi-state level. Um, but with that being said, these Bloomfield Cardinals they come in led by head coach Sierra Babcock. Babcock. 14 and 14 in her very first year um, at Bloomfield, and that's an that's an amazing accomplishment. First year coach, um, first year coaching this team, and uh, they've made it this far. On the opposite side, they'll be going against none other than 400 winner Scott Smith. Make that 401 and 144 in his 22nd season at Jackson Dell. The way they got here, Bloomfield defeated Eminence 40-19. to That was there at Southwestern. That was the second game in that regional. Jacksondale defeated Bethesda Christian 58-46. And if you go back through the history, not that it matters, but these two teams have only faced each other twice. Jacksondale won both of those. Most recently, it was in the 2017 regional. Jacksondale a 51-29 winner there. And the prediction from John Harrell is that uh, the Jacksonville Eagles will get the victory here today, 47-42. John, as we sit in our perch, and I do mean a perch. <laughs> Not taking that lightly. High above the action here on the floor, it feels like it could be a really good day for these Jacksonville Eagles. We'll find out. In just a few moments, we step away for the playing and singing of the National Anthem. We come back. We will have live action from New Albany High School at the Indiana Class 1A Semi-State Championship. All of that right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Hog Rock Event Center is the latest and greatest event venue in southeastern Indiana. And it's not only an event space, but a restaurant and catering facility, too. Located in beautiful Osgood, they can host any type of event and have dining open to the public five days a week. Hog Rock also hosts live entertainment, concerts, comedy shows, and more. View their public event calendar and come party at Hog Rock. And check availability and pricing to hold your next event at Hog Rock. Just visit hogrockeventcenter.com or find them on Facebook. Get Dry Waterproofing is your local basement waterproofing company. Turn that damp, ugly space into usable living space or storage. And it all starts with one simple call to Get Dry Waterproofing. Specializing in foundation waterproofing and foundation repair, Get Dry does concrete work, retaining walls, and water and sewer lines. So if you have a space that needs to get dry, there's one clear choice. Call Get Dry Waterproofing in Versailles and get a free estimate. Call 756-6080. That's 756-6080. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. 
At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back, Hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil here from the Doghouse. That's New Albany High School and uh, the home of the, the Bulldogs here. This broadcast being brought to you in part by Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Curtin Elko, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, Get Dry Waterproofing, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings. Uh, the local ROTC presented colors here in the center of the floor. And a local young lady... She graced us with her rendition of the national anthem. And, John, I got to tell you, that young lady <laughs> had some lungs on her. And to be able to come out in front of this huge crowd here today, Jacksonville has traveled well. But to come out in front of this huge crowd and sing the national anthem, hats off to that young lady. Yeah, especially it not being a home game, just how the sheer number of people. That'll definitely scare a lot of folks out. You're not seeing me and find me sitting there <laughs> singing the national anthem. That is for sure. No doubt. The Jacksonville Eagles, they'll be the home team on the scoreboard wearing their white tops, white bottoms, trimmed out in blue and red. Bloomfield in all burgundy. Burgundy tops, burgundy bottoms with white lettering numbers and trim. John, what do you have for starters this morning? All right, for the Bloomfield Lady Cardinals wearing their dark colors as the guest on the scoreboard. They're starting five. Number 15, Jaden Metis. Number 20, Brianna Boer. Number 24, Jacinia Godoy. Number 30, Ruby Myers. And number 35, Delaney Richardson. For the Lady Eagles, they're starting five. The starting five we've become very familiar with over these last few weeks. Number 14, Kelsey Borgman. Number 22, Julia Meyer. Number 24, Reagan Hughes. Number 32, Kaylin Henners. And number 40, Olivia Neal. And John, just uh, hats off to uh, this new Albany administration and staff. Of course, their hospitality, top notch. These accommodations here in their press booth, top notch. And <laughs> the treatment that they're giving these players out on the floor, they put the pictures up on the, the big screen as they announce each one of the starters getting uh, almost that collegiate, dare I say, uh, WNBA feel. Each time they call out a starter, their picture, their number, their name goes up on the big screen. And you can see these Eagle fans, they appreciate the love being shown to the home team. Well, and this is just great. You reach this stage, and it's always... Yeah, it's always a special occasion just to get here. Yes, definitely. One of the last eight. This is the Elite Eight. Welcome to the Elite Eight. Right. You know, you got here off your hard work. You know, now the next 32 minutes. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they've got it all for you. they've got it all out. 
This, this uh, the, again, the accommodations and everything they've got here, the big scoreboard. I wouldn't be surprised, John, if we see instant replay here. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> At any rate, the Jacksonville pep band and the student section is rocking, and we are set to go as Myers steps in the center circle, going up a much larger Delaney Richardson. Richardson wins the tip and quickly into the offense and a steal. Maybe moving a little too fast was the Cardinals and a steal from Borgman. Borgman works it around. Myers left wide open, and she drains the three to open up business here in the doghouse. Three-nothing to get things started, and John, we saw the three ball give them an early lead last weekend. Looks like they're off to the same thing again today. And it's a good thing she nailed that watching the warm-ups. The three ball was giving them a little bit of trouble. Well, Meyer able to get on the board, maybe settle things down for these Eagles. A turnover again as the ball is poked away, last touched by the Cardinals. And now Reagan Hughes got a dribble right to left. They go into their motion offense. A handoff now. Ball rests in the hands of Heiners. Heiners almost got tangled up by the defense. They get it to Neil. Neil finds Meyer. Excuse me. Not Meyer. I apologize. Finds Heiners in the corner. She launches a three. No good. And the score remains 3 nothing. 7-14 here early in the first. Cardinals now. They're going to launch a three from uh, the left wing. No good. Fight for the rebound. Cardinals got a second chance here. They work it back around the arc. Ball in the hands of Brianna Boer. Boer, thank you. Boer now. Hands this one off. Baseline drive. Layup no good. And I'm seeing a little bit of nerves maybe from the Cardinals as the Eagles bring it up the floor all the way down. Bergman finds Hughes. Hughes tries to split the defense, and then she absorbs a world of contact. And she'll go to the line to shoot two as she had gathered for a shot. Put that on 35. Delaney Richardson. It's her first team's first. Hughes to shoot two. Richardson presents a lot of size inside for these Cardinals. She's a senior standing at 5'9", but a wide frame. It'll be a good matchup between her and Neil. We'll watch for that. This is the second rebound, Meyer. Meyer puts it back in, and just like that, a quick six-point lead for the Eagles. Good start for Scott Smith's club. Boer works it around. They look inside. That ball is deflected, and Meyer comes up with the steal. The defense has been impeccable by these Lady Eagles. Spot up three all around the rim. No good. Neal tried to tap it outside, but instead goes right into the hands of the Cardinals. Cardinals now looking to get their first points down the lane. Richardson turns, shoot, delivers. Good ball movement there, and Richardson handled it the right way. One dribble, John, turn and shot. Back the other way now. Reagan Hughes circling around the defenders. Comes to the near side. Heiners is going to give it up for Borgman. Borgman back up top to Meyer. Meyer's been hot early. Spot up three from the near corner. Oh, looked like that was going to go down, but just slightly off the mark. And, John, if the Eagles aren't careful, they're going to shoot the Cardinals right back into this ballgame. Yeah, you got to be careful with that three ball. If it's not landing for you, look for something else. Speaking of something else, the Cardinals looking for a two. Can't get it as the defense collapsed. Then a drive down the lane. Pass to the block. High off the rim. That shot no good. And Richardson's going to be fouled. 
Richardson tried to put that one back up. She was a bit outside of her comfort zone, I thought, in terms of that turnaround jumper. But the Eagles bail her out with the foul. I do not know who they put that on. They haven't put it on the scoreboard as of yet. We'll wait and see. Meanwhile, Richardson hard off the back iron. It looks like they put that one on on Heiners. They did. Her first, team's first. And Richardson, responsible for the first two Cardinal points, gets the third Cardinal point. Six to three. As Bergman brings it up the floor, and in that motion offense, gets it off to Meyer, who then hands off to Hughes. Neil Neil. had it. Spot up three, no good, but a putback by Meyer, and she's been a workhorse. Meyer with the putback, it's no good, but she's fouled and will go to the line to shoot two. Looking very similar, John, to that sectional win when Meyer did everything for her team, including closing it out. Led all scores, 22 points in that game. As her first free throw is good. So 7-3 now early on here. Meyer steps to the line to shoot one more free throw, and it too is good. And a good start by Meyer and the Eagles. Their defense pretty much set the tone. They walk it up the floor, do the Cardinals. Bloomfield looking. And another pass deflected results in a steal. Reagan Hughes is going to walk it up. Hughes goes down in the corner. Heiners thought about a three there, but she brings it down. And they go back to their motion offense up top. I mean, she thought about it, and they were giving it to her. There was no defender anywhere around her. This this motion that they run, John, always gets somebody open. This time it's Neil. The straightaway three is good, and Bloomfield can take no more. Timeout on the floor. Eagles 11. Cardinals 3 on Country 103.9, WRBI, and online at WRBIRadio.com. Jeff French and French and Associates Land Surveying and Versailles has been serving this area since 1995. They appreciate your business and thank all their friends, neighbors, and customers throughout southeastern Indiana for allowing them to serve you. French and Associates Land Surveying's versatile team combines prompt service and high quality to provide you with the finished product that you deserve. They would enjoy working for you on your next project. Find them online at FrenchSurvey.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of the semi-state championship brought to you by Bronze Gutswiller, Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, and SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC. Early here in the first, 425 on the clock. Eagles lead this 11-3. Cardinals are trying to cut into it. Nice pass inside Richardson. Her shot up and good. Neil's going to have her hands full with Richardson. And they seem to want to uh, really focus in as Reagan, her pass inside to Neal, gets picked off. Cardinals a chance to really cut to the lead, 11-5. Dribble drive down the lane, shot short, no good. Now on the baseline, a quick two-pointer. That shot there delivered by Midas, and she had the Midas touch there. She get in, got inside for the shot, 11-7, Neal up top. Oh, my oh, goodness. what is that? They just forgot all about <laughs> Heiner's. Heiner's able to quiet the crowd 
with that two-point basket, there wasn't a Cardinal within 25 feet. He was all feet. alone on the block, just down there like, hey, look, me. It was a good find. I believe it was Hughes that found her inside. Cardinals now working things around the arc, out on the left wing. They bring it back to the near side ball with Godey. Godoy, rather. Sends it back up top, and now from the corner. Now the entry pass into Richardson, and she's a lot to handle. Had her footwork perfect there to get by Neal for another two-point basket, 13-9. Hughes from outside, just off the front of the rim. And, John, I mentioned it earlier. they got to be careful that three-point shot. It was falling earlier. Now it's not, and that is allowing uh, Bloomfield to stay unnecessarily close. Speaking of close, Richardson inside and Hughes going to be called for the foul. Richardson skipped that one across the lane looking for our cutting Midas. And so Hughes will pick up her first. Now, it was not in the act of shooting. So the uh, Bloomfield Cardinals are going to bring this in underneath their own basket with 243 trailing 13-9. to Richardson out on the wing, skips it across the floor, and they feel like they have an advantage inside. They keep trying to work it in, and that is just... So far, they're not wrong. Yeah, it's, it's kind of been the difference of this game. Bloomfield working inside, and uh, the Eagles getting things to go from outside. They get inside just below the volleyball service line and a two-point basket. It's a one-possession game. 13-11. Hughes. Denies the three, sends it across. Neal can't resist. Off the front of the rim. Rebound. One and done, too, John, on all of these missed threes. They're not uh, getting second-chance opportunities. Rather, they're giving Bloomfield a chance now to tie this game here on this possession. If not, take a lead. Inside-out ball. They swing it up top. This 2-3 zone now tightens up on the ball handle. Meyer almost with the steal. They go to Richardson. Double team comes. Shoots over the top. No good. Reagan Hughes with the rebound. Hughes clears it out. Dribbles up the floor on the left-hand side. Looking into the corner. Meyer is there. Head fake on the three. Drops it off for Hughes. Hughes is going to get it back to her. And now they're going to slow things down maybe. Nope. Three ball. Cornell it. Heiners from the far right corner. And the Eagles open up again for three-point business. 16-11. And are going to call a kickball there. Inadvertent, really. In fact, the ball handler dribbled it off of Heiner's foot. Yeah, dribbled it right off Borgman's foot. And Kelsey about walked off with it. She really did. She really did. Side out for Bloomfield. They bring it in to Godoy. Godoy sends it into the corner for a three. No good, but again, Richardson for the rebound, and her putback will not go. Missed the bunny. Off and running is Meyer. Meyer looking for a hole in the defense. She's determined. Goes right to the rack. Oh, my goodness. Off, but she gets her own rebound. Puts it back in for two. 16-11 now with 46 seconds left to go. Meyer was not going to be denied on that play. No, a good tip by Neal getting it back out to her for the retry. 38 seconds left here in this first quarter. Nice baseline drive. Got around Neal. That, that quick first step. That move made by Midas. And it's 18-13 all alone. Hughes, corner three, no good. Borgman got to be fouled on a loose ball there. 
And so with 21 seconds left. Put the, that on Booer first. Team's third. Eagles will have an opportunity to bring this in and close out the quarter with the lead. Defensive specialist Sophie Sullivan's going to check in here. They're going to run some action here. They get it to Sullivan. Go right back to the corner. Bergman, three. Oh, my goodness. Halfway down, all around and out. How many in and out can you get for it? Don't drop. But it was a good play and another dribble off of an eagle foot. This time they dribble it off of Reagan Hughes. So where it looked like the Eagles were going to end this quarter with a bang, it was a well-executed play, by the way, John. It very well was. Borgman had a wide-open look for three, and that ball should have gone down. It goes, That thing hit rim, backboard, net, all of it, but didn't drop. Just couldn't fall. Meanwhile, it's the Bloomfield Cardinals now. 2.3 seconds. Good. If it goes, it does not. 18-13. That's the way we end the first. Eagles on top of the Cardinals. After one here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship brought to you by H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ison's Family Pizza, and French and Associates Land Surveying. We've got one quarter in the books. Eagles lead the Cardinals 18-13. Should the Eagles be victorious here this morning, they will come back this evening for an 8 o'clock championship game. We'll have it for you should they survive and move on. A great first quarter, John, led by Julia Meyer. She has nine points, which leads all scores for the Bloomfield Cardinals. Richardson has seven, and she got started late. Woo! Reagan Hughes. Hughes splits the two defenders and lays it in for two for a seven-point lead here. Richardson got started late there in that quarter, but finished strong. And she leads the Cardinals with seven points. They're going to say last touched by Hughes. That ball looked like it was out of bounds uh, with the Cardinals, but they're going to get another crack at this one on their own end. Got number 11 wide open. Scott Smith was trying to call it out. Nobody saw her, including the Cardinals. But they did see a three from the near corner. Three-pointer from Boer cuts the lead to four. And a hard drive to the basket by by Borgman. And Borgman not to be denied. Graves picks up her first, team's fourth. 
That drive there, John, reminds me of the way they closed out last weekend against Bethesda Christian. Just strong drives to the basket, knowing good things were going to happen, either a foul or they were going to make the bucket. And that was a perfect example there. Exhibit A didn't make the bucket, but instead, two free throws for Kelsey. Splits the pair, 21-16 now. Boer is going to bring it up the floor for the Cardinals. Boer goes to her left. Oh, a baseline cut there, but they did not see the cutter. So they pull it back out. Boer dribbles to her right, steps inside the arc, and launches a long two. Neal able to get to it first. Tries to clear it out. It's stolen. Tie up on the floor. Jump ball. That should stay. Well, you know what? They got the scoreboard all backwards. So the home... Where it's his dogs. Yes. Is actually the guests. <laughs> Bloomfield. And then guest is actually Jack. Actually the home team in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's actually the white jerseys. Yeah, it makes perfectly it makes, makes sense. Wonderful sense, doesn't it? They work it around the arc, do this Cardinal team. Baseline drive cut off. Good defense there. They get it to Richardson. She was in deep. And a nice tip by Neil to get it to Meyer. Meyer, full head of steam. Going around the defender on the right-hand side. Straight to the rack. And gets it to go. Julia Meyer, double digits now for her, 11 points on this morning's session here. Richardson lobs it up, and Meyer comes Meyer said, no, you don't. She came from Seymour to swat that one away, out of bounds. You can tell she's feeling it, John. Yeah, she is. As, As early to call it Meyer time, she is a luxury to kind of, uh, be able to close things out. And Meyer with the rebound. And they bring it down the floor. Borgman in the corner. Back up top. Heiner. Back to Borgman. Two-woman game right now between those two as they're trying to loosen up this 2-3 zone by the Cardinals. Reagan Hughes is going to bring it out here. This is usually where they run their motion, but not doing it just yet. They get an open look for Reagan. Reagan turned down that three. She has a pretty quick release. And now they go to the motion offense. Hand off down to Meyer. Meyer off the screen. Got a handoff to uh, Heiner. Heiner back to Borgman. Borgman. And there's, there's that little hole. And Hughes had a good look. Got in too deep. That ball hits the underneath side of the rim. Goes right down to Boer for the Cardinals. Boer puts it into place. Got a foot on the line. It's a long two. two. 23-18 now. That was well executed. Probably the best executed offense we've seen from this Cardinal team. Neil up top. Swings it to a wide open. Reagan Hughes. Three ball. Got him. And that's the way they answer. It seems like, John, every time. Bloomfield gets a little something going. That three ball shuts him down. little glimmer of hope, and it's all gone once more. Boer with a straightaway three trying to answer. No good. Borgman, the rebound, gives it up to Meyer. Meyer all the way down the floor. In the corner. On the way. Three. No good. Boer with the rebound. And Boer's going to slow things down because that pace clearly favored Jackson Dell. And now they're going to try to slow things down and see if Richardson as they have her double team, and she's not even near the basket, John. Yeah, the problem with slowing it down, though, is now Jackson Dell's got their defense set. Yes. 
And the ball has gotten a little sticky here from Bloomfield. Bohr on the far left wing. Ball high above the head. Puts it on the floor. Swings to the near side. Now they dump it inside. Partially blocked by Meyer. Yeah, partially blocked. And they'll go out of bounds, and Bloomfield will retain possession underneath their own basket. This, We've also seen, John, throughout these past several weeks, a very limited rotation for Scott Smith in his only his second substitution. He brings Sullivan back in off the bench, and Meyer gets a well-deserved breather. Yeah, he's playing six, and those six work. They really, really do. You can tell that they have uh, definitely uh, chemistry together. They work well together. And what I've noticed is they really trust each other. Reagan Hughes brings it up the floor after the miss. They work it around the arc. Ball rests with Borgman. Now, excuse me, Heiners. Borgman picks it up. Hand off to Sullivan. Back to Heiners. Heiners. Borgman. Motion offense. In full effect here up top, and a yeah, reach in foul. For that, she kind of Godoy's going to pick up her second. She just came in a little hot. I know what she was trying to do. Yep. No harm there. Just misjudged the timing on coming in, trying to swat at the ball. And basically, yeah, you, you said it right, John. That was Godoy, and basically, she was just sick of seeing that motion. <laughs> Watching the weave. Yeah, basically, do something already. And as we've documented throughout this run, they run that weave to loosen up defenses, and that was pretty loose there. Good look for Sophie Sullivan. She launched a three from the left wing, wouldn't go. And Bloomfield back the other way. Boer up top, surveying a 2-3 zone. The Scott Smith signature 2-3 zone. And defensively, it's held teams in check throughout this run. 2.56 on the clock. It's 26-18. Eagles on top. Godoy back up top. Godoy now on the wing. Got to get it off to Boer. Boer puts it on the floor. Quick skip pass, and it's back up top. Dribble drive into the lane. Back up for Boer. Boer, double team coming. And they quickly inverted that zone. And that that kind (laughs) of caught the Cardinals off off guard. It went from... it went from a 2-3 to a quick 3-2 with that double team, but they get inside anyway. And a two-point basket, 26-20. Six-point lead, Sullivan gets it in the corner, comes up top for Neal. Neal puts it on the floor. They run the motion. Sullivan mishandled but regains just below the free throw line, and it's good. The floater from Sullivan. She's in the box score now. Eight-point game with other two minutes to go. Boer on the right wing, ball above the head, looking, looking. Sullivan, a defensive specialist, made her give it up. Sullivan back on the job with Boer. Boer gives it up once again. Now up top with Godoy. Boer for three. No. Long rebound. Boer's going to get another look at it. Nope. Richardson now has it up top. Godoy on the wing. Boer on the floor. Through two defenders. And the scoop shot is good. How she made it through that, I don't know. Bloomfield continues to hang around. Six-point game. And a timeout by Coach Scott Smith will take one as well. 28-22, Eagles on top here at Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. 
You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, and Versailles. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of semi-state championship brought to you by Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Hurt Melko. Minute 20 second left here in the first half. Eagles have had their way for the most part. They've led since the opening bell of three to nothing. It's 28-22. Bloomfield has done enough to make it a ball game. They haven't let the Eagles run away yet. They're just kind of staying within striking distance. Correct. Keeping the Eagles honest. And the Eagles, well, they've done their fair share of allowing Bloomfield to stay close. Started off red hot from beyond the arc, but quickly cooled off. And that three ball, although business has picked up a little bit there, the missed three and the long rebound has not been the Eagles' friend. They're running clock here now with Reagan Hughes up top. Oh, yeah. Now inside 40. In fact, let's call it 30 seconds left as Borgman hands off to Myers. Bloomfield now with a double team on Meyer trying to force the issue, but able to pass out of that. Cross-court pass, and back up top. Hughes can't resist. Launches the three. No good. Rebound. Scrum on the floor, and it looks like... Jump ball. Oh, I can't believe they call that a jump ball. Well, Olivia Olivia Neal jumped on it like a lineman lineman covering a fumbled football. (laughs) That's exactly... And there wasn't a Bloomfield player anywhere around. That's why I was surprised by the call. And they throw it away, John. Uh, Okay. That wasn't the way to end that half. Ten seconds left and never got a shot off. Well, except the the missed three from Hughes. And now Boer going to try to do it herself. Jump stop. And Hughes just closes the door. Got a second left. Gets it up. No. Would not have counted anyway. And after two quarters of hard work, the Eagles have a six-point lead. It's 28-22. We'll send you back to the station. We come back. We'll discuss and recap this first half of play. Get you ready to go for half number two. Eagles lead the Bloomfield Cardinals 28-22 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBI Radio. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. 
Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sindel and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Ohio Rod Products and for Sales and Best Metal Finishing in Osgood are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they'd like to wish the Jacksonville Eagles the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in this week's semi-state. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient. And Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric. Then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your touchstone energy cooperative and your source for power and information. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Welcome back, Hoop fans, to the Halftime Show. Terrence Arley and John Heil here in the beautiful downtown New Albany, Indiana. That's the site of this 1A semi-state championship. Jacksonville Eagles earned their way here after winning their sectional and a regional championship defeat over Bethesda Christian. And here we are after, and they switched the clock, the scoreboard. Yeah, there it is. At midstream, <laughs> just to confuse me even more. <laughs> Jacksonville's over here. Bluefield's over there. Uh, so at the half, now they've corrected the scoreboard, which actually threw me way off. 28-22, that is your Jacksonville Eagles leading the Bloomfield Cardinals. 
uh, by six at the halftime break. This game started uh, just like their other two postseason victories in that the Eagles get off to a quick start and were red hot from three to kind of force the issue. Uh, the Bloomfield Cardinals were all out of sorts, turnover after turnover after turnover in the early going. After one, they have the five-point lead, 18-13. Uh, to 13. But then they cooled off a little bit in that second quarter. In fact, Bloomfield, um, in fact, both teams cooled off, let's be honest. Uh, and they played almost even with a 10-9 quarter in favor of the Eagles. And that gives you that six-point lead at the halftime break, 28-22. Uh, it was, I guess it was about what I expected in terms of the way they've, we've seen them start these other two games where they get a good running head start early on uh, do the uh, Eagles the three ball is falling for them they went a little cold there midway through those first two quarters and then those threes were, were falling for them but in timely spots the Bloomfield Cardinals will make a push three ball would silence it Bloomfield make a push boom three ball would silence it and that's where we are here after two there it is Part of it's probably jitters. Yep. Part of it's probably, well, the last time these two teams played, none of these girls were in high school. But the way Jacksonville came out, started off hot, built that lead, and now I think they're almost in maintenance mode. They, just kind of just holding the lead. Yep. Yep. You're about right there. Uh you know, Meyer had the hot hand early, scored nine in the first quarter, only two in the second, and that's part of that cool down that I was make mention of. And uh, go go through your individual scorings. Well, what, what do you have for both teams? All right, for the Lady Cardinals, 22 total points, 10 of 27 overall shooting, 37%, one of five from beyond the arc, 20%, one of two from the free throw line, 50%. They are led right now by Delaney Richardson. She has seven. Uh, Godoy has six. Boer has five. And Midas has four. For the Lady Eagles, 28 total points. 10 of 25 overall shooting, 40%. Four of 14 from beyond the arc, 29%. And four of six from the free throw line at 67%. They are led by and leading all scorers is Julia Meyer. She has 11. Now, this is interesting. Every girl that has played for Jacksonville thus far yes. has points. Wow. 11 from Julia Meyer, 6 from Reagan Hughes, 4 from Kelsey Borgman, 3 from Olivia Neal, 2 from Kayla Niners, and Sophia Sullivan. It's interesting you make mention of every single person that's got into this game has gotten into the scoring column, and that really, and we've seen it play out, that's presented a matchup problem for Bloomfield. They don't know who to guard. And when they do say, okay, let's cool down Meyer, obviously you're leaving other people open and they're Hughes taking advantage. Neil will fire right up. Neil yeah. will fire right up. Okay, now we got to cool off one of the, well. Right. And it's 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 a problem for Coach Smith, but it's, it's a good problem to have because who's going to score for you? Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, the correct answer is yes. <laughs> so right now, Meyer doing the workload. She is the actually the only person on the floor in double digits. Reagan Hughes has six, um, and Neil yet to really uh, get things going. She had that long three early on, and, of course, she's deadly from the outside, but she can do work inside as well. 
and we'll see what uh, she comes up with here in uh, the second half. We'll step away. Brizzly be back to get you ready to go for half number two right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to the halftime show here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Jacksonville Eagles in control here at the halftime break. They lead the Bloomfield Cardinals by a score of 28-22. It's been the Cardinals that we've seen all postseason, John. Strong, sharp shooting from outside, from everywhere, from all involved. I'm sorry? The Eagles? Yes. The Cardinals. My bad. We're getting them all mixed up today. Reds, Cardinals, bats. We we just got too many birds in the building. all the birds. Ah. Uh, But, yeah, starting it out strong outside and then taking control of the pace when they need to. Yes, definitely that. I, I joke about being too many birds in the building. You mentioned to me off air. Should this sectional go chalk and the Eagles win and Trinity Lutheran wins, it'll be the Eagles versus the Eagles. Lanesville. I'm sorry, Lanesville. Trinity Lutheran is the one out. They're the odd man out. They're the Cougars. Oh. A bunch you got of, the Eagles, the Eagles, the Cardinals, and the Cougars. So just, uh, yeah. <laughs> confuse uh, everyone at home. Just one cat and a bunch of birds flying around. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, should it go chalk, Laneville, Lanesville and Jacksonville, if they're both victorious, you'll have a championship of the Eagles versus the Eagles. Won't that be fun? You can have a drinking game at home. And how many times I miss, <laughs> I misspeak on which team is is which. I I ain't playing that game because I ain't making it out of this school. Well, I've gotten ahead of myself because we still got two quarters here left to go. Oh yeah, they will switch sides on the floor. And uh, again, I want to make mention of just how well this Jacksonville team has traveled. They're taking up about two-thirds of the seating across the way, John. Um, we can't see Bloomfield because they're under us. we're sitting on top of them. Um, but, if I again, if I look at the, the crowd that traveled, I look at the student section, and, of course, they brought the pep band. And once again, it almost feels like a home game for Jacksonville. I, even the colors are a little bit cheating towards the Lady Eagles as well in terms of that red. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Meanwhile, Cardinals try to get things going in the second half. Shot up on the rim. No good. And the ensuing rebound is tipped away out of bounds. It'll be Eagles ball for the first time here in uh, the third quarter. 
this quarter has been the telltale in the postseason for the Eagles as well. If they've been able to continue to dominate in the third, that's what they did in the previous two two postseason games. And that's pretty much has closed the coffin, if you would, on their opponents. Meyer has it up top. They run a bit of a weave up top with passing more so than dribbling. They go inside. Ooh. Meyer steps around oh. the defender. Oh, the footwork. I think she lost her spot on the floor. <laughs> the footwork from uh, Junior Julia Meyer. That was impressive. 22 to 30 now. And now I've got to train my eyes to look to the opposite side of the scoreboard as they've corrected their mistake. Dribble drive for the Cardinals. They get turned away. Hughes sends them packing. Godoy up top goes down on the baseline there for minus and a turnover. Reagan Hughes up ahead to Neil. Neil. Oh. oh. You really, you really want to that to pay off when your big runs the floor that well you gotta pay that off so they'll do it the next time but i think she was just a little too far under the basket you are right perhaps the pass is a second late and back the other way now godoy gets trapped with a double team able to pass out of it back up top ball with ruby meyer for bloomfield godoy wants to go down the lane but Hughes says not today. They get it back to Meyer. No good. One and done as Neal gets the rebound, and they move it up ahead. Really quiet start here, and I'm kind of surprised by that, at least in terms of Bloomfield. you would. This is about the time, John, I would think, in a losing effort as Neal can't handle the pass and an easy steal and an easy basket for Godoy. Better kept her eye off the ball there for half a second. So uh, both teams able to get two-point baskets to open up this third. 30-24, to 24, Meyer puts it on the floor, splits to the defender, lays it in. Stop me if you've seen that movie before. Godoy now going to bring it back up the floor. And a shot, one and done again. Neil cleans it up nicely. Meyer. I notice they're not as trigger happy from beyond the arc right now. Nope. No need for it. And I think that may have been uh, Coach's uh, words at halftime. If they shoot twos the rest of the way, they win this ballgame. <laughs> yeah. Just no empty possessions. 32-24. That six point that... Six to eight points is where it's holding. Yes. It's where it's been hovering. They get eight points, Bloomfield will drop something. And that's about the exact way uh, last week's game went as well. Hughes off the double screen. Kicks it out for Borgman for three. Way downtown. And the range that some of these young ladies has, John, at moments in time in a game seems unlimited. I thought when she let that fly that she was about two steps outside of her range. I was wrong. And there we go. Largest lead of the day, 11 points. Godoy. Shot no good. Battling for the rebound was Neal. Can't corral. It goes out of bounds. And on the inbound. That was a miscommunication. And I apologize. I 
That action was directly beneath me, and I actually didn't see what happened there, John. I'm going to lean on Metis you. Metis was the, – the Boomer brought it into Metis, but she wasn't quite set, went off her fingertips and out of bounds. All right. All right, so back in action is the Eagle offense. There's our weave. And a turnover off the steal. Bloomfield can't make it happen, but Reagan Hughes comes out of the pack, sprints up the floor, then slams on the break. Oh, but she double dribble <laughs> as Boer came over to defend, and it kind of got her off her stride. So mental errors all around here to open up the third. And for an action-packed first half, Trans- it's quite yeah, a lot. A whole lot. It is, um, and I was surprised by that for Blooming Bloomfield. My point was that I was going to make earlier, John, was this is the point in time when it sinks in that my season is about to end unless I do something. And it doesn't appear that Bloomfield has had that sense of urgency yet. But maybe Godoy has as she drives down the right side of the lane and lays it in for two to get this back to a single-digit lead. 35-26 now. Double team comes from Meyer. She's able to find Borgman. Borgman baseline drive off the front of the rim. Richardson gobbles it up, sends it back up to the Godoy. Eagles got to be careful here because as if I spoke it into existence, Bloomfield's got a pep in the step now. Long two on the way, rattles around, no good. Neal with the rebound. And Neal's become a rebounding machine here in the third. Just a little over two minutes left in this quarter. And this has been by far, John, our lowest scoring quarter for both teams. Hughes up top. Eagles are now daring the Cardinals to come catch him up top. They've inverted their zone now. They go 3-2. To try to keep the Eagles outside. And here comes the double team. And Hughes fails the contact there. A little 24 on 24 crime as Godoy gets into the body. That is her third. Of Reagan Hughes. And quite honestly, John, Godoy is the only Cardinal I see playing with any sense of urgency. Her first. Her third team's first. I forgot to reset my foul count at halftime. Whoops. I was like, team six, wait. <laughs> they run their motion weave up top once again. Stops momentarily, and they look inside. They go to Neil. Look at that Whoa, quick spin. spin cycle. Oh, but it falls off the rim. That might have been her best post possession, despite not being able to finish. It was so quick, left her defender flat-footed. But the shot wouldn't go. Meanwhile, Cardinals on the opposite end. They work it to Richardson. Godoy pulls it out. Quick swing to the left wing. Three is not going to go. Heiners with the rebound. Hands it off to Meyer. Under a minute now. So with just a minute left, both teams defensively, I guess we would say, tightened up. And I think actually the more accurate description is that both teams offensively slowed way down. Oh, they slowed entirely way down. 
And that'll be why this will be the lowest scoring quarter. Meyer holds it on the right wing. Often call her the closer, and it looks like Scott Smith is going to go with Meyer to close out this quarter. Almost lost the dribble as the clock gets inside. 20 seconds now. Being harassed up top. Meyer through two defenders, put something up. No good, and she was hurried on that shot, John. And with eight seconds left, Bloomfield has a chance to close the gap just a little bit. Godoy down the baseline, reverse. And what a move and a shot to close out the third. And after three, Bloomfield on a little bit of a rally. It's 35-28 here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Hog Rock Event Center is the latest and greatest event venue in southeastern Indiana. And it's not only an event space, but a restaurant and catering facility, too. Located in beautiful Osgood, they can host any type of event and have dining open to the public five days a week. Hog Rock also hosts live entertainment, concerts, comedy shows, and more. View their public event calendar and come party at Hog Rock. And check availability and pricing to hold your next event at Hog Rock. Just visit hogrockeventcenter.com or find them on Facebook. Get Dry Waterproofing is your local basement waterproofing company. Turn that damp, ugly space into usable living space or storage. And it all starts with one simple call to Get Dry Waterproofing. Specializing in foundation waterproofing and foundation repair, Get Dry does concrete work, retaining walls, and water and sewer lines. So if you have a space that needs to get dry, there's one clear choice. Call Get Dry Waterproofing in Versailles and get a free estimate. Call 756-6080. That's 756-6080. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of the semi-state championship brought to you in part by Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Hurt and Elko. We've made it down to the final frame. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil here at New Albany High School for this semi-state championship in Class 1A. Eagles. Eight minutes away from getting one step closer to a state title. 35-28 is your score. We mentioned it. The lowest scoring quarter. But Jackson still, Jackson Dell still managed to increase their lead just by that little bit. A 7-6 quarter there. Jackson Dell opens up the fourth with the ball. Let's see if these coaches were able to breathe some life into these teams after a lull in the action, no doubt. Borgman for three. That's one way to wake him up. Borgman has turned into a pure shooter, John. She did not have that stroke when this season began. Not that clean, not that pure, but now she is a sniper from outside. Ten-point lead for the Eagles as they regain that double-digit lead. And then you see the defensive prowess of these young ladies. Borgman all over Boer. foul for that. Boer's trying, and I'm not sure what that was. She throws it up over her head. That was hoping to get a foul is what that was. And Hughes able to get the steal and bring it back up the floor. And maybe this is the moment, John, where that desperation starts to seep in. Problem is they get too desperate and they start to foul. Right. Now they're fighting over screens, and they weren't doing that earlier. This screen they go under. They call it an illegal screen as 
Heiner kind of took a step there. It's her second, team's first. Coach Smith not in agreement with the call. He wants an explanation. But I even th- I think from my vantage point, I do think I saw Heiner take a step. Wasn't really set. And I wonder if that was more of there's, there's a freight train coming my way. I need to do something. That could be the case. Three ball from the near wing is no good. Meyer's going to get the rebound, walk it up the floor. A lot of contact now. The hand check there. This time, Borgman stands tall. And you're right. That was a freight train. I mean, she's just getting hit. She's trying not to get in. Still for the Cardinals. They work it inside Richardson, high off the glass and good. And that's the first time the Cardinals have had anything to cheer about in a long time. It's an eight-point ball game and a timeout on the floor. Eagles 38, Cardinals 30, Country 103.9, WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship brought to you in part by Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. Get dry waterproofing. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Garings. Six minutes left to go in the ballgame. Bloomfield now. Starting to force the issue. In fact, they go with full-court pressure on Hughes. Hughes dribbles through the pressure, gets it to Borgman. Borgman out on the left wing. And way out near midcourt is where they got the Eagles push. But they're able to, with some pretty good passing, John, break the pressure of the press. And now they can do what they want to do here. Which, if it's anything, if history's anything to go by, they want to do a motion weave. It's a one-woman weave as Morgan just goes back and forth from left to right, gets it to Hughes. Hughes puts it on the floor, goes inside, too strong. But on the rebound is Neal. Scrum on the floor. They call a jump ball as Neal pulls it out, and that will favor Bloomfield. They'll get possession as they're pulling. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. And then that scrum, Reagan Hughes is injured and she is in a lot of pain john and that would be an enormous blow she points to her right knee and wonder if someone landed on it it's exactly what must have happened there in that scrum they help her to her feet the training staff of the eagles as well as the new albany training staff 
And uh, we will keep an eye there. And looks like a yeah, it's kind of. She probably had someone land on it. And that is, uh, they can ill afford uh, a loss to anybody on this team. But we've we've talked about how short Coach Smith's rotation is, and he brings in a, a long. Diane Cullen. Thank you, because that long ponytail hid the number for me. And Bloomfield. I'm going to try to rally behind this moment in the game to see if they can get back into it. Ball with Boer. Boer being guarded heavily by the aforementioned Cullen. And a two-point basket from the baseline. Closes it within six. Game hasn't been this close in quite some time. Meyer, dribble drive. No one's going to stop her. Oh, they left her all alone. Straight to the rack, John, and she lays it in for two. Eight-point game, and it might be Meyer time particularly with Hughes off the floor. Hughes is standing up. She's going to come back in, John. Yeah, she probably just knocked it hard on the floor, just needed to loosen things up a bit. And that is a good sight for Eagles fans. And it's probably a situation, too, where she can ill afford to let that tighten up on her. No, no. If, if she hurt her knee like that right now, she needs to be on the floor moving around. You see it in professional sports all the time. They'll jump on the exercise bike, so to speak, to kind of keep those ligaments and muscles moving. And obviously no exercise bike here, so Hughes is going to come back onto the floor. Again, a wonderful sight. We'll see how she looks good on defense in terms of being able to move laterally. But we'll see what she looks like with the ball in her hand. I almost bet it was she got landed on and her knee just hit the floor. Boer sends it up top, and they work it all the way around. Godoy, baseline drive, step and on the line. steps on the line. Good defense there as Heiner's kind of escorted her there to the wing, and uh, she steps out of bounds. More full-court pressure, and they bring it all the way down with passing. This time, Meyer. Shot right on the edge of the rim, and it just slowly rolls off, but a long rebound for Reagan Hughes. Able to dribble it around and hand it off to uh, Meyer. Meyer has it now up top, 337. Eagles by eight. Meyer being harassed a little bit. She gives it up. There's that weave. And that weave, the devastating part of the weave. Oh, and they call Hughes on the charge as she banged into Richardson. Coach Scott Smith says that's okay, just a little earlier. Get that pass off a little bit earlier. And so after uh, that foul call, that turnover essentially, Boer gets inside no good. Richardson tries to clear it out, swats it out to Godoy, who's left all alone, and her two-point basket is good. It's a six-point game with three to go. They've got to be careful, John. Eagles have pretty much lulled themselves to sleep, if you would, in the way that they slowed this second half down, and that's the problem with slowing the game down is it really kind of evens the playing field for your opponent. Yeah, they haven't been able to get into that weave, get into that real controlling offense that they like. But they go inside, 
and flat-footed Heiner shot is blocked, and it's another Eagle turnover with 2.36. Godoy thought about the three, but instead decides to go inside. Neal says no. And a double dribble call on Godoy. We've got another timeout on the floor. We'll take a 30-second timeout as well. 40-34, Eagles on top with 2.30 left to go on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Jeff French and French and Associates Land Surveying and Versailles has been serving this area since 1995. They appreciate your business and thank all their friends, neighbors, and customers throughout southeastern Indiana for allowing them to serve you. French and Associates Land Surveying's versatile team combines prompt service and high quality to provide you with the finished product that you deserve. They would enjoy working for you on your next project. Find them online at FrenchSurvey.com. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. 2.30 left to go in the ballgame. Eagles up 40-34. This broadcast brought to you by Bronze Gutswiller, Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, and SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC. Eagles going to bring this in with a lot of pressure. They get it to Meyer. Meyer. Splits the double team, goes around another defender, one to go, and that's a big one. And a steal, as she did not want to go into Richardson's body, took a step to the left, and another defender was there and able to snatch it away. Ill afford that turnover from the free throw line. Shot no good. They tip out, and they can't save it. The Cardinals, Godoy goes for it, lands on the Cardinal bench for her effort. Score remains the same, 40-34 now with 2.10 left. Eagles trying to inbound this one. Got to be careful, five seconds. And Coach Scott Smith realizing can't take the timeouts with him, so he calls one of his remaining four to save the inbound possession. That was a wise use of a timeout. We'll keep it right here. We'll reset the action for you. Bulldogs, excuse me. The Eagles, rather, have the lead up by six. And they also have the ball trying to get it in from the side because it was a uh, an out-of-bounds play. So they can't move it, John. If it was coming from the baseline after a shot, the, 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 yeah, the trigger person can run up and down, but they have to stay stationary. And it was almost a five-second violation that Coach Smith called the timeout. This broadcast brought to you by H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ison's Family Pizza, and French and Associates Land Surveying. This time they're going to put Neil as the trigger person. And Neil gets it in to Borgman. Heiners. Excuse me. Thank you, Heiners. They cross the timeline, and Heiners is really being harassed. And I believe a foul call. Scott Smith has his hands ready to call another timeout if need be. He's got three remaining. Bloomfield has two remaining timeouts. And Bloomfield has a world of fouls to give. Yes. Yes, they do. Meyer now with the ball in her hand, and we know how comfortable this Eagle team is. And now they get the ticky-tack. And that's what Coach Smith has been screaming about is the foul on the ball handler, that off-arm getting tangled up every time and they had allowed that the past few trips up the floor but not this time so scott smith did his job 
in harassing the refs and getting their attention. Double team coming for Meyer. Make that triple team. Passes out to Boardman. Boardman. Yep. And now they're calling that ticky-tack contact, John, that again, early in, earlier in this quarter, uh, the uh, Cardinals were able to get away with that and cause some disruption with the ball handler, but not here now. Again, obviously Smith being in the ear of those refs, he's gotten their attention, and another foul, or just in the nick of time as Hughes was about to lose possession of that ball. Well, I was going to say she got bumped and sent it out of bounds. Exactly. Stay, stay with the Eagles. 40-34. Minute and a half now. They've done well, running about 30 seconds of game time. And another foul call. Graves is out there to simply do the fouling. That is her fourth. So you made mention that they had plenty to give. They've oh, given no, they, them don't, all. they don't have many left now. They've given them all away now. Meyer again off the inbound, gets across the timeline, finds Borgman at the free throw line, and that one was almost stolen from behind. I don't know if she heard those footsteps or not, but she did get it away. Borgman again. Heiners. Heiners, excuse me, and now to Borgman. And a foul call before she can gather for a shot. They'll be shooting from here on out, will the Eagles. So a minute 14, Eagles... In the bonus now. Send it up above to Neil. Neil hands off to Hughes. Hughes, yeah. There it is. That knee is fine. As you saw, Hughes' quick movement there. Go left to right, back to left, and was able to get the foul call. That'll put her on the line for two. Excuse me, put her on the line for one and one. They've been chewing a lot of clock. They they have. Lady Eagles. I would say uh, pretty much a full minute of game time has come off the clock. Part of it due to ball handling, part of it due to fouls. Hughes, good on the front end. She'll have another. Meyer, 17 points thus far to Godoy's 14. Impressed with what they were able to do on Richardson. Richardson, nine points on the game as Hughes gets the second to go. And again, another low-scoring quarter, but that's okay. Godoy. If you're the Eagles, you like the, the slow, the low-scoring quarter. Exactly. Can't come back if you're only scoring a couple of points. Timeout by Bloomfield. 59 seconds left to go in the game. 42-34. Eagles on top on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship being brought to you by H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Icing Family Pizza, and French and Associates Land Survey. We've got a minute left to go here. Eagles inching closer and closer 
to punching their ticket for an opportunity for a state title. But first, they've got to take care of business here with Bloomfield. They lead it 42-34. Bloomfield with the ball on their offensive end of the floor. Not able to get it in yet. Now they do. So right straightaway three partially blocked by Hughes. And that ball falls well short, uh, excuse me, well short because of the block. And another timeout, this one by Scott Smith. And he is uh, doing what we've seen him do so often, John, with in late moments of the game where he makes his offense for defense substitution. He had just brought in the defensive specialist, Sophia Sullivan. And then when they immediately turn to offense, Sullivan's going to come back out for another offensive-minded player. This broadcast being brought to you by Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County, REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Hurt Nelco. I cannot stress enough, as we've seen it week after week, the both week weekends at Southwestern and now here in New Albany, big difference that this Jacksonville community makes at each of these games. They've oh, traveled. It's a home game, right? Yeah, it is a home game atmosphere, and when you feel the energy and the spirit coming from the pep band and the student section. There's no reason to feel any other way but at home. And they've definitely played like it throughout this entire postseason. Heiners triggers the inbound to Hughes, who was quickly across the timeline and fouled. Quickly accosted. Booer picks up her fourth. Bloomfield, 14-14 and 14 on the season in their head coach's first year at the helm. Quite a ride for a first-year coach. Ought to be playing at this at this point in the postseason tournament. Yes. Your first year coaching. Yeah, you, that's you've done a fantastic job yeah. getting here. You gotta take your hat off to Bloomfield and Coach Sierra Babcock and what they've been able to accomplish here. Tried to send that pass across the lane. Meyer was right there to step in and get the steal. But now she's got to watch out for the trap and gets it across the timeline to Hughes. And with 30 seconds, this crowd is sensing victory on its way as the Eagles lead by nine. Just 29 seconds left, and Hughes steps to the line. Shooting a one and one. This will be Hughes' opportunity to be counted their third player in double digits. That's been been their formula, John, throughout the postseason. The Eagles have a big three in Meyer, Hughes, and tonight it's been Borgman. And that's the luxury. It can be a different third person every time. I would argue the big three is Hughes, Meyer, and Neal. Exactly. But tonight, it's with Borgman. And Borgman was able to get it done with the three ball. Hughes is going to reach in as they have, you want to talk about plenty of fouls to give. <laughs> that was, Hughes picks up her third. Yeah, just the third. third. 
And Bloomfield's going to wave the white flag, John. Well, only a couple of starters still on the floor. And There's the big horn. There it is. And Richardson comes out emotional as Delaney Richardson, a senior on this team, hugs her teammates and coaches as their fairy tale run comes to an end here in New Albany. And a steal from Meyer. And just to make sure she doesn't lay that one up. <laughs> she had a head full of steam. Coach Scott Smith calls a timeout. No, no, no. You can't do that. That's about the only thing that was going to stop Meyer there was Scott Smith. He calls the timeout. Gets Meyer out of the game to try to complete his wholesale changes. And the Eagles are just going to be able to hold the ball here as time expires on the clock. The student section chants. And the fans clap and rejoice. As job one is done, John, they win the morning session. And these very same Eagles will be back here tonight. Tip-off at 8 o'clock, free game at about 7.45 for a chance to punch that ticket to a state championship. Final score here, Eagles 44, Cardinals 34 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, and Versailles. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sindel and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. 
Ohio Rod Products in Versailles and Best Metal Finishing in Osgood are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they'd like to wish the Jacksonville Eagles the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in this week's semi-state. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Welcome back, Hoop fans, to the Post Game Show. Terrence Arney and John Heil. Oh, that's true. We've got a final for you here in uh, the morning session. It's your Jacksonville Eagles victorious as they defeat the Bloomfield Cardinals. 44-34, that's your final score. And the Eagles just one step closer to an opportunity to win a state title. They get they take care of job one, and that's you've got to win your morning session, um, and then you'll have an opportunity uh, in a second session this evening. The Eagles have done just that. This game, John, uh, played right into Jacksonville's style of play. Jacksonville was able to get out to an early lead and – Stop me if you've seen this. I mean, it's been week after week after week. They come out hot, they establish dominance, and then they maintain for the rest of the way. And that's exactly how this game played. 18-13 after one, and that's where the lead hovered um, throughout. The Cardinals tried their best to make it a game in the second half as the Eagles' offense slowed down. And I can't really say that was dictated by uh, Bloomfield. But as the offense slowed down, they they tried to keep pace. But as you pointed out in the broadcast, even in those low-scoring quarters, the Eagles still bested uh, Bloomfield by one point, by two points uh, all along the way. And they're going down the stretch. The the Bloomfield tried to make it interesting. They really got after it on the defensive end, turning the Eagles over and able to make it at best, it was a six-point, four-point game down the stretch, but just too much Jacksonville. And every single time, including that fourth quarter, every single time they would make a run to get it to six, get it to five, Eagles would hit a big three to push it back up uh, close to that ten-point deficit, and that's exactly how the game ended. Ended on with a ten-point uh, victory for the Eagles. Yeah, and it is. The the gap most of the game was about eight points. Mm-hmm. Six to eight points is where it hovered. At the end of the first quarter, the Eagles were up by five. And they increased their lead by a further four points. I can't math. No, yeah, no. Five points. Yes. Me. Five points over the next three quarters. Yep. Just a single point in the... Thank you. Just a single point in the second, a single point in the third, but then three in the fourth. But the scoring output also dropped for both teams. Uh-huh. 18 and 13 in the first quarter. And that second quarter, from the second quarter on, Bloomfield went 9-6-6. Jacksonville went 10-7-9. They ticked it back up again single digits because they were just, they were playing the long game. They slowed it down. Right. And, you know, as I look, and not to steal your thunder, as I, as they pass out the uh, statistics, I look at the scoring sheet. You know, 
Eagles able to get three players in double digits. Uh, Bloomfield only had one player in double digits, and we talked about it there in that fourth quarter. The luxury that Scott Smith has that typically they'll have a big three every night. They'll have three players right into that double-digit scoring, and it really just depends who that third person is going to be tonight. It was Meyer, Hughes, and Borgman as she was able to get things going early from outside. Um, but as you mentioned, if you said on the season, typically typically Neil is that as that third quarter presence underneath. But of course, Bloomfield had a big of their own underneath, and that uh, seemed to be uh, change their game plan in terms of going inside with Neil. She didn't have many opportunities underneath. She did have a nice three early on from outside. And then the same way with Hughes. Hughes typically the leading scorer there, but it was going to be Julie Myers' night. And uh, Hughes would be more of an auxiliary player um, in terms of what she was able to do. She had, uh, again, she got the double digits, but had uh, several rebounds and an assist um, as well. But like I said, I won't steal your thunder. I'll let you go ahead and go through the scoring for this morning. All right, for the Lady Cardinals, 34 total points, 16 of 45 overall, 35.6% shooting. They're one of eight from beyond the arc, 12.5%. Interestingly enough, they made, I believe, one trip Mm -hmm. to the free throw line. A single trip, Delaney Richardson. She was one of two, 50% free throw shooting. They were led by Jacinia Godoy. She had 14 points. The aforementioned Richardson had nine, seven for Boer, and four for Midas. For Lady Eagles, 44 total points, 15 of 37 overall shooting, 40.5%. Six of 16 from beyond the arc, 37.5%. Eight of 12 from the free throw line, 67%. They were led by and leading all scores, Julia Meyer. She had 17 points, followed by Kelsey Borgman and Rihanna Hughes, Reagan Hughes, excuse me, with 10 Three from Olivia Neal, two from Kaylin Heiners, and two from Sophia Sullivan. Yeah, six threes on the night, uh, excuse me, on the day for the Eagles. And at, at points in the game, it seemed like they were going to go off for ten threes um, as they really got it going early. Um, a solid victory, a uh, solid victory for the Eagles. They took care of business and did what they needed to do. A little bit of a scare there in that fourth quarter as Reagan Hughes goes down in a heap as there was a scrum on the floor for the ball. We believe that an individual landed on her knee and that knee maybe contacted the hard gym floor. She was clearly in a ton of pain, uh, was helped off the floor, but to our surprise, literally moments later checked back into this ball game. That was a good sign. But that was really, John, the only threat that this Eagles team faced throughout this morning session. Well, and that was also the adrenaline. That, that was, cause you, we were talking about it off air. Because I bumped my knee on this little support bar right here. Yeah. You hit your knee on something, that hurts. You don't, you don't want to move for a minute. So, yeah. you know, she got back out with her team, and we could only hope that over this intervening time it doesn't tighten up on her or something. Right. 
No doubt that she'll be tr- she'll receive some treatment, ice and the likes, uh, so they can come back this afternoon. John, I don't know if you have. I, I'm pretty sure you and I have talked about it in the past um, about this the way that normally this format would have played out in the regional. Yeah. And this this particular game, interestingly enough, the game we just had, Bloomfield and Jacksonville, could very well have taken place last, last weekend uh-huh. in, at, at, at Southwestern. They, yes. were, they were there. They were both there, yep. And they both won, obviously. And then the old format, they would have played there. And that format is is that you have two games, a morning session, a, a one and two session in the morning. You've got a 10 o'clock game and a 12 o'clock game. And then those winners play in a championship game at 8 o'clock. What we've talked about in the past is where are the advantages there? Does the advantage lie with the first team that plays? Because you get an opportunity to see the second team in action. You see your opponent. And then you have time to rest, go back to the hotel, what have you, and then play that night. Or is the advantage in the second team? Because you get your victory at noon and you have less downtime between the two um, to come back. Someone has done some research on this, and I read an article about it. It is a very narrow difference between the two. But if I'm recalling uh, the reading that I had done, if I recall correctly, historically the advantage, which was surprising to me, is to the morning session. More time off between. Which, to to me, actually is a concern. Now, this game wasn't that. But my concern has always been if you have an emotional first-session victory and your team gets up on an emotional high, then you've got all that time to come down. But then you somehow, some way, have got to muster up the energy to get back up at 8 o'clock. And and just in my humble opinion, that would be difficult to do. Um, But to the Eagles' credit, that was not the case. This was a very routine, business-like approach to this no, morning this was, session. A, this was just another Jacksonville game. Exactly. That was a business trip for them. They took care of business, did what they had to do. Um, not an, not a very emotional victory. So whatever they have left in the tank, um, they'll need it here tonight. Uh, regardless of who wins, whether it be Trinity Lutheran or Lanesville, both of those teams, 20-plus uh, victories on their season the lanesville eagles they've only lost twice all year long trinity lutheran only six losses on their record both 20 plus wins on the season uh lanesville at 25 and 2 uh the cougars of trinity lutheran 22 and 6 and that game will start here in a, a little while john and i i think we'll probably take in a little bit of that game so we know what to expect this evening But with that, um, we will step away um, for the bulk of the afternoon. Set your clock, set your alarms, keep your radio and listening devices locked right here on Country 103.9 and at WRBIRadio.com because we will have more semi-state action for you coming this evening. Tip-off at 8 p.m. with uh, countdown to tip-off getting started at about 7.45. We want to thank you for joining us here in the morning session and taking in this Eagles victory. We want to thank our sponsors once again, Bronze Gutswiller, Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, 
SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ison Family Pizza, French and Associates Land Survey, Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Hurt and Elko, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, Get Dry Waterproofing, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings. So once again, from all of us here at WRBI, including uh, Skylar Sigmund back at the station, pushing buttons, moving sliders, making everything sound so good. Skylar, thank you so much for everything you do. And for my partner in crime here beside me, John Heil, this is Terrence Arney saying thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to uh, Semi-State Championship Basketball here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.